The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with host of The Militant Moderate, my very good friend and one of the funniest people I know, Paul Michael Boland. G'day, Paul. Welcome to the show. Hello, Summer. And what are we talking about today? Well, my dear co-host, I have a whole bunch of people right now writing in on Twitter wanting to know about um, the spending bill, which we're Mm. not going to discuss, wanting to know about... The women, uh, like Summer Z, uh, not Zimmer, her name, uh, but uh, Summer Z, the girl that's suing uh, Trump. I really don't want to get into that. He worked oh, in entertainment. There was what? Stormy, Stormy Daniels or Cara, Catherine Mc, no, or Karen McDougal? There's a woman named Summer that's, uh, that he uh, had shot down in federal court um, mm-hmm. for talking about him assaulting her. Oh, okay. And I, all I have, it's Summer Zervos. All I have to say to that is, does he work in entertainment? If so, then yeah, I'm sure it happened. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, to the people writing in about Trump's aides being at their wit's end because he is unstable. Are we really surprised? Uh, so that pretty much covers everything. And we are going hey, to wrong the show. Trump did yeah. something stupid. Moving on. All right. Yeah, there that, we go. that's it. All I'm right. like, okay, hey. you guys want me to address this? It's been addressed. Duh. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Duh. I think, you know, I, I've, I've watched people address it so many different ways. I think my favorite was Stephen Colbert calling his mouth, um, what did he say? He said it was Vladimir Putin's cock holster. Yeah, that's, that's, that was, that was a, that's crossing a line as far I as I'm concerned. funny as hell. Not on that show. It's uh, if there was HBO, sure, you know. I think but that, he came from that was pretty early on. He came from Comedy Central, and I don't think he's figured out CBS's lines because he got in a ton of trouble with the FCC for that. No kidding, he should get in a ton of trouble with the FCC for that one. I thought the joke was funny, though. The joke was funny. It was just in a wrong. It was in the wrong, wrong venue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think I think he's getting used to it. Um, speaking of people updating themselves and getting woke, <laughs> guess what happened? I, I, I can't use that. I can't use the word woke. I really can't. I, I can don't. as long as it's used ironically. It just, <laughs> it's yeah, stupid. I just, ah, hmm, stupid. Okay. stupid. All right. So who's so let's woke? Talk about woke. So who's woke? who's woke? Well, aside from Stephen Colbert getting woke because you can't say that on CBS, mm. and I maintain if you can use woke in that context, I can use it there. And I love Stephen Colbert. Um, Disney's getting woke. <laughs> now they've changed the Pirates of the Caribbean ride to make it more politically correct by getting rid rid of the wench take a wench for a wife auction, and it's now a chicken auction run by a woman. I, uh, uh, because somehow making pirates nice guys is right. Like, so fucking get, pirates. So Damn it. Pi- 
pirates pirates that's what they do they just they go to auctions for poultry you know i'm i'm assuming yeah that that, that that's something that's that happens that's the pirate thing right yeah no i remember years ago when they uh they tr they uh, there was a pirate chasing uh, a wench Yes. And then they uh, flip that so that the wench is chasing the pirate. the pirate. Now they've just got rid of the pirate auction. I just don't. Why? 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 Okay. You know, whatever. Okay. Well, if they're going to PG up Disney movies, we've got to deal with Sleeping Beauty. I mean, let's face it. She was assaulted in her sleep. <laughs> uh, we have to, I'm not kidding. I know. I mean, the Grimm's fairy tale does what there's like a lots of there's a, the Grimm's fairy tales was. Let's yeah, just yeah. go Disney though. Let's we're gonna we're gonna PG we're we're gonna PC up Disney for a minute. Okay, right. let's get rid of the Aladdin whole thing because Jasmine's like 15, underage. He's lying to her and he tricked her into it. So Aladdin, we got to get rid of Beauty and the Beast. Well, that's fucking Stockholm syndrome. Uh, plus Frozen, I think, would probably fall under that one, too. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to Frozen okay. in a minute. Okay, fair but enough. But let's talk All about right. Beauty and the Beast. So that is bestiality and Stockholm Syndrome. But who are we to say what love is? Valid, valid. I'm, but I'm sorry if you have I mean, to yeah, that. he's a beast, but he owns a castle, you know? I mean, yeah. Probably has well, a nice carriage, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, that's... Saying. Great. I'm so fucking happy. I'm just saying I might go back on the pill for somebody who lives in a castle. That's just, <laughs> okay. So you can be a gold. So she, now she's a gold digger into bestiality with Stockholm syndrome. But I mean, and then on top of it, the beast is sexist. Look at the difference in the accommodations he gave Belle to a father. I, I don't remember the movie saying, as well as that. He was, he was you know, um, <laughs> Essentially, we've got Sleeping Beauty assaulted in her sleep. Hashtag Me Too. Um, we've got Snow White assaulted in her sleep. Hashtag Me Too. So Sleeping Beauty and Snow White both assaulted in their sleep. Right, we but have, doesn't, it give, doesn't it give like you know prior SJW points for basically a woman living with a bunch of uh, people with uh, like height, height with their heightily challenged? No, nothing. Okay. Okay, no, fair. I mean, sure. She lived with little people. It's not yeah. like she dated them, and she she was kind of their maid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, mm. it would have been a cooler story if she was dating one of them. I don't know. Maybe it's okay, just so, yeah. So, I know. So we've got that. Now let's go. Now let's go to um, the Little Mermaid. So she stalks this prince. Mm-hmm. He gets roofied by the sea witch. <laughs> and, okay. then, and then she has to change everything about herself to be with him. All right. So, uh, yeah, letting everybody, let all the little girls out there that you're going to have to change yourself down to your DNA in order for you to get a proper man. Pretty much. And then... <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. There, Disney's trying to be woke. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on the word woke. So I'm Disney's not trying using to be that woke. Word. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm being cool, damn it, Paul. Um, so Disney's trying to be woke, and all I can think is this is fucking retarded. You're trying to PC up pirates. 
Pirates. Pirates PCing pirates. Yeah. Okay. Like, what the hell? You you want to you want to PC up something? Start with your movies. The world like, is a little batshit right now. So right now they're just uh, they tend to always, you know, people always tend to like overcompensate. You know, if something there are some issues with some of what we just meant, we are making fun of it. But yeah, you know, uh, but still, uh, guys, 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 you know, just calm down, calm down, calm down. That's, it's a pirate. That's it. It's, it's a that's pirate. exactly. It's a fucking pirate. What do you think he's gonna do? You know, <laughs> and it's not a re- it's not a realistic pirate movie. I mean, we got guys with like octopuses for heads, you know. So, and and uh, it, it is no, not one of those movies that have ever addressed the rampant scurvy that was throughout the pirate world. But you know, we're okay with it. As long you know? as they're running and yelling, rape the sheep and pillage the women, mm. I'm on board. <laughs> but it's. I, I don't get it. I don't get why they're trying to PC up Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I don't get it. It's not something I understand. I understand movies need to be more PC. We've got about three minutes before break, but I understand movies need to be more PC. I do. I get it. I, I think that we, I, I, I think hate we need the, more people of color. And I, when I say PC, I mean more inclusive. I don't think we need to change Superman to being, you know, a lesbian hairdresser. I think that people should just be people and it should be a more broad, dem- you know, a more broad view of people in film. I love that. And I think Black Panther, because I've worked for BET, I've worked um, on what are called minority film, which may- which mm-hmm. is black, black television, essentially, is what uh, BET, black entertainment television. Mm-hmm. I've worked with a lot of companies and they've always said black films can't sell. I argued they could. Fuck you guys. I was right. I just want to say Black Panther. Just, just had to put that out there. I love being. And who liked. says that with the whole? You know, nobody remembers because I remember at the Oscars when he said that. Well, Hollywood's finally realizing we could have a black superhero. And I'm like, does anybody remember Blade? They made three movies out of that yeah, in a TV did, series. But they don't. But they don't think black black films are considered niche films, and it's fucking ridiculous. Hmm. It's niche films. All right, guys, we are going to go to break. Um, I just want to say I was right. Again, Hollywood is wrong. Don't tell them that. When we come back, we're going to be on with your favorite doctor and mine, Dr. Russ. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate and the nicest guy you'll ever meet, Paul mm. Michael Bolin. We'll be right back after this. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric Easy Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option, Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And we have a very, very interesting show for you today. I know it was a little slow in the beginning. Paul and I are just talking about being woke. I know he <laughs> loves that word. Right, I, Paul? I do, I do not. Not, you not do. even a he little does. bit. He loves yeah. that word. He loves the concept of people being woke. Um, I, I'd just rather, say I'd rather have sound. gonorrhea. I really would. <laughs> so, you know, okay. It's a bit of a leap, Paul. A bit of a leap. Just saying. Like not in my world. Leap. Okay. There. All right, guys, we have some questions for everybody's favorite doctor, Dr. Russ. Dr. Russ, welcome to the show. Thank you, Summer. Hello, Paul. Hello. So we have some interesting questions for you today. I have to tell you guys, when I went into Dr. Russ today, um, I injured I injured my leg. And so he went in and he put a shot in my knee and I wanted to crawl out of my skin. Um, but he really fixed my legs. So thank you for that, Dr. Russ. When I was in there with you today, we were talking about one of the most common questions we get from men is about penises. And question number one today is again about penises. I'm not sure what the obsession is. Um, but I, I want to remind everyone, I have to have quite a few of the same question before we put them on here. So a lot of people are asking this question. Um, and this one is actually from a woman this week. So, guys, thank you for taking a break. And to Marty K in uh, Rockford, Illinois, can you tell a man's penis size from the size of his shoes? Interesting question. Um, I did spend some time uh, pondering this, and uh, I knew this question was coming. So um, the... Uh, Two urologists from the United Kingdom uh, measured the stretched penile length of 104 men and found no statistically significant correlation between shoe size and stretched penile length, uh, concluding um, that the supposed association of penile length and shoe size has no scientific basis. 
I, I think that is pretty valid. Um, people, I know I was talking to you about this, Dr. Russ, people in the porn industry are really short people. So a little bit bigger penis always looks huge, but they actually intentionally use smaller people a lot of the time to, to make that leap. So and the camera adds ten pounds. So and the cam, yeah, the ca- and the camera that. adds ten pounds straight to the penis. Mm. But um, when you look at people like Shaquille O'Neal, I know women that have been very friendly with him. He's just an average size down there. But if it was based on the shoe size, it would be the arm of the size of Paul's forearm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, so <laughs> but, I, uh, but I but uh, since I wear a size fourteen shoe, I want to say that I you know I do believe this is a completely and utterly true rumor. <laughs> so Paul wants to perpetuate this rumor because he has a big foot. I just yes. want to make this clear. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dr. Russ, our next question is from Margareta in Los Angeles, California. How much should I exercise to lose weight? Oh, that's a very good question. First of all, in order to lose weight through uh, uh, through exercise, you need to do an incredible amount of exercise that most people wouldn't have time to do. Uh, you'd, you'd need to walk 35 miles or five miles a day for a week to, to lose a mere one pound. So that, that's, a, that's a lot of walking. Uh, that's not to say that you shouldn't bother exercising. The American Heart Association recommends a half an hour a day for most days of the week for heart health. And uh, it, But for uh, weight loss, uh, the, the smart money is really on uh, changing your eating habits. I can see that. Our next question is from, it just popped me down. Sorry, Dr. Russ. Our next question is from Sharon in Southfield, Missouri. I thought that was Massachusetts. That's Missouri. Does acupuncture, acupressure work to suppress appetite? Well, there's no studies that uh, I know that uh, would substantiate that. Uh, Acupuncture is used in in Western medicine, for things like shoulder pain or anesthesia of the of the shoulder, but um, and in certain quarters, it's touted as uh, acupuncture in the ear is uh, uh, will enable someone to lose weight. But I'm not aware of any studies that really prove that. And uh, in Western medicine, allopathic medicine. We will resort to anything if it's proven to work uh, through observations, statistics, what have you. If I told you that every time I flipped the coin 100 times, I get 75 heads, 25 tails, you'd probably have a hard time believing that because it usually comes out 50-50. And that's really the basis of Western medicine. When you see MD behind someone's name, they they take a scientific approach. Cultural uh, uh, history with Chinese medicine, um, Ayurvedic medicine in India, are less less scientifically based than allopathic medicine. So, uh, 
I, I wouldn't think that uh, anyone's going to lose weight through acupressure or acupuncture. I'd love to see a study proven it otherwise, but uh, uh, I would say it does not work to suppress the appetite and, and to aid for uh, weight loss. Well, what would you suggest to suppress the appetite? Well, um, that's a good segue into... into that's where I was going with it. <laughs> yeah, you see how she did that? Yeah, there she goes. That's, that's ingenious. Um, we have a new product, and it's called the New Palm Springs Diet. It's, it's a spray rather than a pill. People don't like to take pills. If you have a food craving, if you have a hunger pang, that's when you take out the... Uh, Palm Springs diet, the new Palm Springs diet, and and spray it under your tongue. Now, I I have to tell you guys, um, I know um, Jared Fiorda, the MMA fighter, we've had him on here a couple of times. Um, He is actually using this to cut for an upcoming fight. So I I know, you know, he's he's a friend of the show. He's using this. He's really excited. Um, and it's really, it's a great product. If you guys want your own, I'm going to put up a link because you all yelled at me because you went to Palm Springs Diet and couldn't find it and a whole bunch of things. So I'm going to put up some links to it this week so I don't get yelled at again, but you should get it. It does work. I I have to say it does work. Um, Dr. Russ, what was your favorite question this week? And I'll put a copy of it on uh, Jared's social media because you all go there to go see Bear Fiorda all the time anyway. I like Margarita's question from Los Angeles. It's like uh, basic principles of uh, bariatrics medicine. So I'd say question number two. Margarita, courtesy of Dr. Ross, we are going to be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet, the original Palm Springs Diet. It's coming on its 10-year anniversary. Give a go with the journal. It is fantastic, really is fantastic, and it doesn't just work with weight loss. It makes you feel great. Um, we've sent some copies out. There's a copy that's gone to Selena Gomez to help with her lupus. There's one that's gone to Lady Gaga. It's really getting some traction in the entertainment community, not just to help with weight loss, but with overall health, Um, especially for people like me that have lupus or anyone with autoimmune. So it's getting really popular there. I promise you will love the book. Read it. Um, Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. I am going to say to everyone, if you want your own copy of the Palm Springs Diet, you can go to authorhouse.com. You can go to kennethrossmd.com. You can go to walmart.com, amazon.com. You can go anywhere and find the Palm Springs Diet, guys. I know you all have been out there looking for it because we can see it. So thank you for doing that. I'm going to put up a link to to the new Palm Springs Diet. I know someone typed in new Palm Springs diet last week and sent me a very strongly worded email that's had a lot of F words in it. So I'm going to put up a link. We're going to do it that way this week. Um, So nobody gets confused and I don't get cussed out. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, Summer, thank you for your support. Uh, On a personal note, I would really uh, nurse your knee along. if you're walking and it's hurting, that, that's your body telling you to ease up on it. And uh, if you don't, you're just going to further uh, aggravate the situation, okay? I'll be good. Um, I will. And otherwise, I'll be back in your office getting lectured. And I, I don't want to get in trouble. I'll be good. <laughs> All right. Okay, Summer. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. 
Thank you, Dr. Russ. Guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with Aggie Corbin. Aggie is the Chief Relations Officer. She's been 15 years in entertainment, events, media, marketing. She's bloody brilliant. Her clients range from Fortune 500 companies to nonprofit groups, women's organizations, large organizations, small organizations. She's really done it all. She's incredible. She's a friend of mine and someone I respect very, very much. She's worked in live events, television, films, apps, games, even more than that. I do want to give another shout out to Scott Haskin for that beautiful, beautiful music. And please head out to Livestream Blood Bank. They need blood. We've got a whole lot going on. They really do need blood right now. Um, I, Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios. Adrian, thank you for making me look fabulous for the red carpet. Um, LA's Lip Squad. We're going to be doing a giveaway this week from LA's Lip Squad which is 24-hour lipstick, fabulous stuff. All you have to do is answer me this question. What is the name of the place that you can get Dr. Russ's under-the-tongue spray, the New Palm Springs Diet, so I don't get yelled at again? So you can win a free lipstick by telling me where to find that. Um, and, of course, Alexis's giveaway this week is an electro wand from Current Pleasures. I think it electrocutes you. I don't know why you would want it. But if you do, Alexis's <laughs> question for the week is um, why Alexis you did not text me her question. I will tell you that when we get back. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with host of The Militant Moderate, my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin. If you want to hear The Militant Moderate, you can find it all over the place. We'll put up some links and we'll talk about it some more later. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. I do want to answer Alan. Alana, it looks like Alan, but Alana, so not Elena, Alana, on Twitter. She was asking about the 24-hour makeup. Uh, they do more than just 24-hour lipstick with LA's Lip Squad. They do 24-hour makeup. It's being used on Broadway. It works great under lights. I will put up a link. Please check it out. Um, I'm, I'm glad you like the lipstick. I don't know who you're getting it from because it's not really sold in stores, so you have to go through private sellers. But I can put up a link for a lady if you're looking for the makeup, which is no problem. But, um, yeah, it, it really is great makeup, and I do use it. So when you're seeing those pictures, that is what I'm wearing. Just to answer that question. A uh, quick shout-out to some of our supporters, Aspen Mills Bread Company, AZ Corpse Crew. We'll see you at Palm Springs Comic Con um, at, and Phoenix Comic Con. Float Spa Therapy in Huntington Beach. Marchingapparel.com if you need shirts made, if you need clothes made, anything made, guys, that's the place. True Rest Float Spas in Sedona and Las Vegas. And True Time Paint Supply, thank you for saving our butt every time we screw stuff up. Alexis's giveaway this week is a question... Uh, Paul, what was the question Alexis wanted for her giveaway? Uh, name a adult film that I have been in. So if you can name an adult film that Paul has been in, you will get an electro wand from Current Pleasures. A great way to electrocute your partner. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know what it does, but if Alexis, Alexis likes it, it's probably kinky. So it, tell us what it is. Electrified. It's electrified. Okay. And, so it's, and, it's, and it's for shocking. It's that that's what it does, right? It shocks your partner, but yeah, not, in like a, not, not like in a stun gunny sort of way or anything like that. Well, if it's a stun gun, I'll take it. So if you um, need to put the spark back into your relationship, here you go. All right. <laughs> Tell us one adult film that Paul was in. Guys, I'd like to welcome to the show Aggie. Um, Aggie is the chief relations officer for E360 TV. I'm not even going to get into this. I told you guys she's been in this industry for 15 years. She's worked in live events, television, films, apps, games, more than that. She's somebody I really admire and someone I respect. Aggie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Summer. I like that intro. I need Thank a copy you. of that one. <laughs> <laughs> copy of that one. That's, you, you got the uh, very off the cuff. I'm not following any script or anything I'm supposed to be following right now. Um, Dr. Russ also gave me a shot of morphine for my knee, so I'm feeling much better. Oh, good. Oh, good. good. So welcome to the show. Can you tell everyone a little about yourself and what you're doing? Because I think what you're doing is pretty awesome. Sure. Thank sure. you. Um, I've got a lot of years, as you were saying, more, more than I care to think about, of live event production and live streaming and things like that. I've been doing that for a long time. And most recently got involved in a broadcast network called E360 TV. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about a bit. But I've been involved in, in, in live shows and streaming shows and television and production and, and all sorts of different things. We've worked together a little bit. I hope we work together yes. a little bit more in the future. And um, sort of expanding now. Now I'm managing editor of a space magazine, and I'm actually at a site right now where we're going to do some filming, and Buzz Aldrin will be here shortly, and um, among other people. 
and I've gotten involved in a broadcast network, which is much, much more involved and detailed than I ever imagined it would be. I probably should have talked to you before I did this venture, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun, and we launched, we soft launched about a month ago, and we've had about half a million viewers to our site, so we're we're growing, but it's all still very new, and I'm learning a lot. It is. Well, I think the concept, I think what you're doing is wonderful. I know it was originally a cannabis-based idea, and cannabis has taken off. One of the things I keep, I see are these ads for cannabis-based beverages, yogurts, you name it. Once yeah. it became legal, people got smart, man. Really smart. It, I, that's how I started out in all of this because I was doing, I was involved in some live shows and I became a huge advocate of it and, and saw, you know, what was, what was possible. And I, I was never a follower of it. I don't personally smoke um, or ingest, but I started to see what was going on with, with the medicinal side of it and got really, really impressed with all of those things. Um, it's incredible. It's really incredible. So I started out on that side of it and gradually um, worked my way. Hi there. <laughs> gradually worked my way. I really am at a live event that's starting in just a little bit. Somebody just what I was doing. Um, got really involved in that and ended up um, really feeling like something needed to be done and had this possibilities is venture with the C360 TV, which is not just that, but many, many other things. We're looking at oh, uh, yeah. original content. We're aggregating content. We're doing all sorts of different things. I'm trying to get you in contact with a woman with a ton of content who is really hard to get a hold of. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I think what you're doing is wonderful. What advice for people I'm going to, I am going to, if it's okay with you, um, I'd like to talk about where, where this particular station started and the fact that it sure. did start with cannabis. Um, it, it, it did. It, it, that's exactly where it started. And that's exactly where I started in this, in this arena. And, um, you know, I, I just, I became a true believer for about a year and a half. I worked with a company that tr did training at cannabis events and this was training for people who wanted to get into the industry. And this, this is the big events that were at the convention centers in New York and L.A. and Hawaii and all over. And I started to talk to people. And I just found out, you know, some incredible things that happened medicinally as a result. You know, this is with, with children with autism and seizures and adults who have um, all sorts of problems that they've never been able to deal with with other medications. People who've, who've just, you know, destroyed their lives trying to deal with pain. And suddenly there's, there's something out there that helps all of those things. And we don't talk, we did not talk about it very much. And it was very much hidden. And, and that's really what spurred me into um, really, really exploring this arena and then getting involved in that broadcast network. And then that led to E360, which is a combination of a lot of things. We have a cannabis channel. We've got um, cooking and, and talk shows and entertainment and original films. And as I said, a lot of aggregated content as well. I like that. And for people, so for anyone that doesn't know, um, as, as the industry changes, everything changes along with it. Aggie, what changes have you seen in the last few years? Um, I've seen huge changes because when I first did an event about three and a half years ago that had, um, uh, it was basically hemp, it wasn't even cannabis, at the LA Convention Center, I had... Uh, a lot of flack about bringing any product in, even though we really didn't have product. We were talking about things more. Um, I had to go through all kinds of, uh, you know, paperwork and discussions and, and, and conversations about being there and what were we going to have. And the funny thing was, six or eight months later, when I was involved in the, the, the cannabis event, 
I went up to them and said, you know, I'm really curious. Eight months ago, we were having all kinds of problems, and now suddenly you're inviting one of the biggest cannabis events in the in the world into your um, convention center. And the comment I got was, life changes. I said, in eight months, they went from not allowing hemp, which is, it was a fabric. It was basically jeans and T-shirts and bags, and not wanting that in the convention centers to um, allowing one of the largest cannabis conferences to be there. So that tells you how much the world changed in about a year. And that was prior to the voting and prior to the legalization um, for other than medicinal reasons of the cannabis of cannabis in California. So a lot of things have changed. I did a lot of work in Colorado around the time that the laws were changing there. I've seen what happens there. But really what, what affected me the most was the fact that um, I saw these kids that that were suddenly so much better. I saw these adults who'd been in excruciating pain and had um, degenerative diseases, who had all sorts of things, and it was working. It was helping. They were they were better. I've talked to people who swear they've been cured of cancer um, by using various cannabis products. I, I, I've talked to so many people that have had such incredible results that you can't deny it anymore. It's there, and, and you kind of have to wonder how it was hidden for so long. And, um, you know, I'm not one of those, I, those folks that will go around telling you it was intentional, but I think it was intentional. It was intentional. Um, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the reasons uh, it, it was put down was actually because of paper companies, because hemp was a cheaper alternative. So mm-hmm. that was a big part of it. It also right. came up with the war on drugs and had a lot to do with racism, and there, there was a whole lot to it. But I come from a, a very, very different country, so it's a very different uh, view now, how does this tie into film for people that want to know how this works? Um, it, it, there's a lot more information out there. There's a lot of information that's always been out there, but people didn't know how to get to it. Um, what we're doing is we are actually putting together some projects about um, autism and, 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 and the cannabis industry and other illnesses and seizures. And we're in the process right now of getting um, looking for sponsors, getting some funding for some very specialized projects because we've got these producers that have come forward and said, look, I've got, you know, dozens of children that were severely autistic and are now incredible. I mean, it's like a different world. We've got children who had terrible seizures and couldn't go a day without multiple seizures who are now healthy. Um, So we've had projects come to us where we're looking for some funding, or in some cases we have the funding. We're putting together material. We're showing them on E360 TV. We've had other projects that have just come to us completed and you know, it, again, it's just going to be one of the many channels that we're going to have. We're going to we're starting out with about eight different areas, but I think this is a really significant, important one because we're getting information out there that maybe wasn't so easy to find before or um, wasn't as clearly explained. You know, as I said before, I wasn't going to say too much about it, but we, you know, we know the drug industry is a huge money-making industry. We know, you know, pharmaceuticals and and all of those things. And, you know, they, they, they want to do what they want to do to make money, and cannabis wasn't helping them. Now the world's changing a little bit. Attitudes are changing a lot. Legalization's changing a lot. Um, so a lot of that information is going to come out that really has not readily come out for forever, for years and years and years. Now, why the film industry? What got you into doing this? Um, it's a medium where people... Uh, you, you can communicate with a lot of people very quickly. You know that probably better than anybody yep. else. It, it's a way to get a message out there. You know, you talk to people, you have conversations, you, you, you are, you know, here, there, and everywhere, even live events, which I do a lot of. You know, you can get out to a few hundred, a few thousand, tens of thousands. You get on a medium like this. I mean, we've had half a million viewers in the soft launch of E360 TV. 
um, we're not even out there in a big way yet. So, so I think once we, we get our act together, um, once we really know how we're going to do all of this and get this out there, I, um, it will, it will change dramatically. I think once that all of that happens, um, you know, we can get out to millions of people very, very quickly, very, very easily. And that's the difference. That's why movies, that's why television, that's why a broadcast network like this, um, there's just a, a medium now where we can reach so many more people so much faster than ever before. The Internet and mobile and everything really pushes that along. It's really pretty incredible. One of the questions I have people writing in about, um, cannabis is also a very male part of the industry. Uh, it's it's the film industry, I'm just going to say to this writer in era, the whole thing's male. It's not one part's male. That's not how it works. The, the industry is mostly run by men. I don't think the cannabis industry any more so or less so than anything else. Um, what do you think of the Me Too movement? What do I personally think of it? Yep. That's the um, question. <laughs> I, I think, I think I'm so thankful that women have come forward and started to talk about talk about things that they didn't talk about for a very long time. Um, I think things were hidden way, way, way too much. Um, uh, it, 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 I, I can't even begin to talk about some of the things that have to do with that. Can you can have, you bear with me for just a second? Of course. I think the uh, personally the Me Too movement was very, very long overdue. Um, I do see it getting a little bit out of hand, though, personally. Your thoughts, Paul? Mm, yes, but, you know, whenever we correct the problem, we tend to overcorrect it, so, you know. You know, it sucks to say I'd rather see it go in one direction than another. Um, and I know you hate the word woke, mm -hmm. so I'm just going to keep using it. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm glad everyone's kind of waking up to the fact that there is a problem. Um, guys... You know this is a live show. Aggie right now is in the middle of dealing with an event. So when she says bear with her, she means bear with her. That's one of the joys um, of Paul and I doing this show live. You good? Yeah, I, I, I have to explain what just happened because, as I said to you, I am at a live event. It's actually a political mm -hmm. event. And Buzz Aldrin was supposed to be here and we're filming him. And I just had somebody walk in the door and say he will not be here. So my apologies. He said I have to tell you something important right away. So um, that was the reason I had to pull away. So my, I, I do a lot of things in the space world. Um, Summer knows that and Moxa knows that. I do a lot of work in the space world, and we do some very, very major space conferences. And um, and so that's, that's another exciting part of my life. But you asked me a very significant question, and I'm thrilled about what happened. I'm thrilled that women are coming out and speaking out, and they're feeling like they can, and it's not going to damage them, and they're not going to be um, blacklisted in the industry. You know, I think... I think those things are so important. One of the comments I was going to make was was um, the information that's been coming out about our president, which has been quite interesting. Um, I think it's time. I think it's time, and I think it's it's incredible that it's happened because I saw a lot of that in, in just the, the, my little part of the industry that I was in. I think you see a lot of it of, of it everywhere, and unfortunately, women do feel like they can, but there is still a lot of backlash. I've had, you know, women, women I know um, – uh, are still being told to be quiet after dealing with executives. So I think it's a good oh, and a bad. I but, but isn't it nice that there's a comfort level now that at least some of them, even if it's 10 or 20%, feel like they can 
feel like they can say something and 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 to see that that actually people are being um punished i guess is a good word that that there's some results as opposed to let's just shove everything under the carpet and not talk about it mm-hmm. and there's too much of that wonderful. there's just too much of that out there in in every area met whether it's medical whether it's you know, I mean, that, if we track back to the, the whole cannabis conversation, how much was known out there and we didn't know about it? How much was going on? How much? I, I, I was working with a doctor who's treated 60,000 patients in the last five years with cannabis with an 85 to 90% success rate with no side effects. That is incredible. You don't hear statistics like that. Um, when he told me I had trouble believing it, he showed me the documentation. And this is, this is, these are major illnesses he's been treating. Short of cancer, he's treated just about everything else. 85 to 90% success, no side effects. See, is I that think incredible? That's but, you know, it's, we, we live in a capitalist society and money is money is money. Um, mm-hmm. Now, for people that want to get into live events, um, I'll, I'll get into that important question. I know we don't have a whole lot of time left. What was your worst experience in the industry? I also have what was your best, but what was your worst experience in the industry so far? And don't say Buzz uh, Aldrin not coming. That's cheating. No, that's not the worst. That, that just happens. That just happens. For um, anyone that's been in the no. industry, that just happens. Shit happens. Yeah, that that, that does happen. No, I, I would say the worst that's ever happened is is people stealing, um, you know, be, people taking things from you. And it, it's it's not an uncommon practice. We all know that. Um, you know, you put a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of energy, and, and you're either bypassed or, or somebody out and out takes something from you. And that is so common in this industry, too. Um, actually, I went through that this week with some folks. Um, it just, it happens. You know, there, there's very little regard for... You know, and then what's your repercussions? They're legal, and who wants to get into all of that? Because it's a whole other big, messy thing. So, um, I, I, you know, I've been pretty lucky. I've really been pretty lucky. I've worked with a lot of really, really good people, but we've all had things happen. And it's a pretty nasty industry. So, you know, things happen, and how do we explain it all? You know, we're hoping we're working with good people that treat us well, but that doesn't always happen. Well, one thing I find, and I've never seen it with you, but I've seen a lot of people do it. Once they get screwed over, they become afraid. I know you and I have a mutual acquaintance who uh, constantly wants non-circumvents signed and all of this weirdness, and that does mm-hmm. come from getting screwed over. And unfortunately, to get anything made or done, you have to take the risk that you're going to lose it. It's it, just it's part true. of it. it. It's true. And I go through my moments of, you know, with E360, we've gone through a lot of contractual things because we're pulling in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows. And, and we are expecting certain things from our content providers, like help us publicize this, get the message out about the network, you know, work with us on this. So I've gotten into, you know, we need some contractual agreements. My partner doesn't always agree completely with me, but the lawyer does, that we have to put things in writing because people won't do anything they're not absolutely required to do, which is kind of sad, but it's the truth, and we have to live with that. And, um, uh, yeah, this whole business of everybody circumvents everybody else, they do. This is this is L.A. This is the world we live in. People circumvent. And you put people together and you think you're going to be a part of it and suddenly you're not and it's just a real issue. Um, but we are looking for content. We are giving everybody credit for it. We don't charge anybody anything. We are, are actually looking for revenue sources for them, which is advertising and sponsorship and doing back-end splits. And, you know, we're, we're trying to do this so above board that it's so unusual in this world and we've been told that by a lot of our content providers. 
that they're really kind of shocked at what we're willing to offer them. And we're doing all the marketing. Our goal is to bring is, is to bring the audience in. Our goal simply is to get the best content we can and bring as many people to the network as we can and do the best now, marketing. I have a lot of people that reach out to me on this show saying they have content. Guys, if you do, I'll put up a link somewhere that you can maybe submit to Aggie. Um, and Aggie, I know I've got, I'm trying to get you in contact with a woman with a ton of content. Um, it's just older content, but she's got a ton of it. It's one of the hardest things setting up a network to get the amount of content that's needed. It's just fucking overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. What was your best experience in the film industry? Oh, my best. Wow. Um, I, I guess just having a really successful release. I, I, we've had, I've been involved in some projects that were just incredibly great projects to work on, and they were so well received. So it's really when the audience appreciates the work that's done, whether it's live or whether it's, it's film, television. You know, when you do something and you know it's really well done and you're really proud of it and others see that. And that's happened to me a number of times. So there's no one best, but, but a number of times I've just been so thrilled at the response to some, some work that we've done. And especially if it makes a difference. And, and like we were talking about the cannabis, you know, it really does make a difference in the world. I want to get this message out there. You know, to see these children that, that were suffering and now they're not is just such an incredible thing. And to know it's, it's possible and to have people telling you their stories, it, it's just been an incredible thing to work with and hear. And um, we need to get that message out there. Whatever way we can do it, we need to get that message out there. Because more than anything else, I don't want people suffering, not when they don't have to. I, I got to tell so. you guys, Aggie is an anomaly in the film industry. She's a perpetual do-gooder, so you won't <laughs> find you won't find a whole lot of Aggies in the film industry. But she really does try and do well by everyone. Um, Aggie, what would you like to see happen with the new network? Not a lot of people understand when we say you're setting up a new network. That is a big deal. I mean, that's a big deal for anyone, but especially for a woman to be doing what you're doing, you are not in a job that a lot of women do. Um, no, and I'm not even in an organization that a lot of women are in. There's only yeah. really one other woman in this whole group, and, and there's a lot of people involved in it. Um, I, I, you know, it's exciting. I, you know, I'm a, I, I like challenges. It's exciting. It's a challenge. It's a, they're a great group of people I'm working with. I want to have a, a, a succeed. I want to have millions of people see the network. I want to have them see the broadcast material we have up there. And as I said, a lot of it's aggregated content. But some of the new shows we're putting together are just incredible. And some of the specials we're putting out there on drug abuse, on autism, on cannabis, on, on so many different topics that you won't find anywhere else. And we're just getting going. We really are in a soft launch. We're a month out the door right now. And, um, and I think in the next year or two, we're going to do some really incredible things and show you some things you won't see anywhere else. I have no doubt. Actually, I was going to try and sell you on a show uh, written or a a project written by Paul, our Mm -hmm. co-host. I've been talking to Amazon about it as well, but I do want to talk to you about it. We have about four minutes to close. If people want to get their content out there or work with you um, or work with this, this new company and guys, a new television station, a new television channel, a new um, that that's a big deal. And it's a great way to get your stuff out there. And it's a great way to advertise. So, Aggie, if people want to get involved with you, how can they do it? And do not give There's out a personal of, email address. <laughs> good. There's a couple uh, of different ways. We're, we're looking for aggregated content. We're looking for content. Of course, it has to be good content. It has to be at a certain level. Um, if you send us samples of it, we'll have some folks take a look at it. But this is broadcast quality. And the problem is we've been sent a lot of things that are not 
broadcast quality, so we have to be careful of that. We can take segments of almost anything. This is OTT. We're on Roku. We're on Amazon Fire. We're on, you know, all the typical OTTs. We're on your computer and we're on your phone, um, potentially into many, many, many millions of homes because we all say that, you know, two. 200 million people and all these numbers go out there, but our goal is to be seen by a million, two million, three million people over the course of the next year. That's really what we want to do. And um, submit content. You can do it through e360tv.com. You can do it through through me directly. And um, I'm Aggie, at, and it's A-G-G-I-E at e360tv.com, and it's the letter E, the number three. No, 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 don't, don't give your personal email address on it. Don't do it, Aggie. It's not. That's, um, it's not my personal. It's not my personal okay. E360 Sorry. email address. <laughs> okay, John, like, don't do that. Um, no. Guys, I am going to put this caveat with it. Y'all have sent me some content, good and bad, in the past. If you would not send this content to me for fear of getting an email calling you fucking retarded, don't send it to Aggie. <laughs> that is my caveat. I'm always happy to see your stuff. You guys talk to me about distribution a lot. I always love to help out. But you also know you run the risk of me calling you an idiot. So if you wouldn't send it to me, don't send it to Aggie. Aggie, how can people find they, – they can find you at 360. Do you have social media you want them to follow, or do you just want them to follow E360? No, absolutely. We've got, we've got Facebook at E360.com. We've got E360TV.com. We've got um, a website. Please go to the website. The website will tell you everything that we're doing. It's updated on a regular basis. We're running some contests through some partners of ours. Um, we're looking for content. We're, we're getting some funding for some content. So we're always looking for advertisers and sponsors as well for the different shows. And um, we're in production mode as well. So we're producing some things ourselves. And so guys, as I said, we, we, split, we split revenue on the back end. That's really our model right now. Perfect. Guys, if you have something interesting you want to get out there, get a hold of Aggie. And, of course, if you want to watch my co-host, Paul, the Militant Moderate, you can find Paul at? Uh, the uh, Militant Moderate channel on YouTube. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And, of course, the podcast is available on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I'm Summer Helene. You guys know where to find me on Twitter because I always get yelled at at the end of this show. Thank you very, very much for joining us. We'll be back again next week. A special thanks to our guest, Aggie. Uh, again, somebody I really admire. If you are looking for a woman to copy, please stop looking at Kim Kardashian and start looking at Aggie. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week. <laughs>